Hey, thank you, Jenny and uh, Teresa. Thank you for asking me to speak today. It's such a good reminder. Um, uh, you know, we 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 don't. You know, we we don't. What is it? Uh, we don't shut the door on the past, right? You know, we don't ignore it. But um, a reminder of of my experience with relapse. So um, thank you. Uh, I'm Erin. Uh, I'm a binger restrictor, and my primary drug is sugar in this program. Uh, I will say that I have been sober from sugar uh, with the grace of my higher power here. This month will be four years um, of all sugar. I'm one of those people that um, I cannot. Uh, it's part of my story. Um, uh, uh, methadone sugars, um, uh, fake sugars. Um, you know, I pretty much went from, you know, uh, real, real sugar, meaning for me, sugar, honey, maple syrup, you know, all the, the real to, you know, this sort of methadone of fake sugar. And, um, and for me, that was just a, a little, a gateway drug to back to real. So, um, so I abstain from anything that is sweet like that, because it just makes me want more. Um, so I sort of like to, to just say that's my, that's my recovery around sugar. Um, uh, I was thinking this morning, I was sort of, I was talking with my partner and I was sort of just, we were talking a lot about I don't know, spiritual matters, right? Um, I think that sounds much more highfalutin than it was, but, um, we were having a little conversation about spiritual matters and, um, <clears throat> And, uh, and I'm, I'm really, uh, I'm really having a, a phase of my recovery right now where I'm enlarging my spiritual life and, um, outside the rooms. Um, right. And, uh, and I don't know what that looks like, but I, I will say, um, before I sort of tell my, I, I, I do sort of, I'm, today I'm going to follow the, the, what it was like what happened and, and, um, what it's like now, as far as relapse goes, but I hope to fit in sort of this sensation I'm having right now of enlarging my spiritual life. Cause I think that's so much, um, my recovery story and my recovery from, from relapse. Um, there's this, uh, quote in the big book. I, I, I've gone through the steps in the big book now a couple of times. That's how I've gone through the steps. And, um, uh, that's just my experience. So, um, but there's page 35 and more about alcoholism. It says, um, we told him what we knew of alcoholism and the answer we had found, um, and that, uh, he made a, he made a beginning. His family was reassembled, and he began to work as a salesman for the business he had lost through drinking. All went well for a time, but he failed to enlarge his spiritual life. Um, so the problem and the solution, right? Uh, for me, the problem was that I started using sugar at an uh, you know during I had some traumas in my childhood, you know, big T trauma, little T trauma. Um, I don't know if I was born a compulsive eater. Um, I will tell you, I am very sensitive, right? I don't know if any of, of you can identify with that, but I am very, I'm a sensitive little snowflake. And I mean that in a very loving, gentle and kind way. I'm sensitive. So, um, you know, I, I started using sugar at a very young age because I just, 
you know, of course I was a kid. I, I, I did not have a higher power. Um, and so I started using this substance that was my solution for a long time. Uh, it, I'm grateful for it. It kept me safe. It kept me protected and, um, until it didn't, uh, and I, did not know how to live life on life's terms. And sometimes I still don't, to be clear. <laughs> uh, but not being able to live life on life's terms at, as a kid, right? I, I didn't have a lot of tools. Um, and I had um, parents who loved me and were doing their very best, but also um, very much had their own dis-ease, right? And their own, um, you know, their own childhoods, their own, you know, ways that they dealt with things. And so, um, you know, part of that was I did not, as a sensitive kid, did not get all of the things that, that I felt I needed. Um, and thank you very much, Jenny. Um, so, I will wrap that up by saying I'm your very run of the mill <clears throat> compulsive overeater. <clears throat> um, mine, you know, shows up as binging and restricting. Uh, I binged because I didn't know how to live life on life's terms and I restricted because I didn't want to get fat. Right. Um, I do have some exercise bulimia in my story. Um, and I do have, uh, you know, use of outside help in my story as well. Um, you know, if I hadn't found food, my guess is I would have found, um, oh, bless you. Um, I would have found, um, alcohol or, you know, something else, right. I, I will look for anything to put in my body so that I feel differently. That was my story. I just didn't, I didn't want to feel anything. And I didn't have the tools to feel feelings felt like they were going to kill me. So my experience, um, with relapse, I came into uh, the rooms in 2003. Uh, and I, I, this is the, I, I say this at every time I share, this is my story as I did everything you told me to do, every single thing except for get a sponsor and work the steps. So I did all the other stuff, right? But I did not get a sponsor or work the steps. And I had some recovery, right? I, I did, right? I had some physical recovery because I basically was following a food plan, right? Got sober from sugar, um, ish, right? If I remember correctly, like it's hard for me to sort of remember, but ish, I think. Um, but I did not enlarge my spiritual life. Um, in fact, if I have to look back on it, I, I don't really remember what I, how I felt about God or higher power. The rooms maybe were my higher power and that's absolutely fine. Right. And for anybody on this meeting who is, um, agnostic and, or, uh, um, atheist, oh my gosh, I have so many people I know that recover in these rooms that do not have a higher power in the way that perhaps I do or other people do. So this is just my experience. Um, but, uh, so I came into the rooms and was in for a couple of years and I did service and I was social and I found all of you and I loved you all. And I, I heard my story and I wasn't alone anymore. And that, that was enough, right? That was enough, um, at that time. And my life got really big. Um, and, uh, I got, you know, I lost, you know, the same 
30, 40 pounds that I have gained and lost, I would say probably 16, 20 times in my life, right? Um, that is my story. That's kind of my weight range is 30 to 40 pounds um, constantly back and forth, back and forth. Um, and yes, that was problematic, but it was the absolute chaos in my head that was in retrospect, the real um, disease there, right? Um, we have the allergy of the body and the compulsion of the mind. And so um, I left in about 2004. Five, I guess, you know, it started trickling out. My life got big and I was in relapse for until 2017. Um, if you had told me I was in relapse, I would have been like, eh, I don't think so. I think I just, you know, like I'm, it's okay. Um, and here's what brought me back into the rooms. Uh, my stepson uh, started using opioids and um, uh, we started having to deal with that. And, um, I was not abstinent. I was not sober. It was, I was eating, you know, I, um, do we talk about food in this meeting? I'm sorry. Is that it? Okay. I just went, okay. So I would stand at the counter. This is what, this is where, um, I came back into the rooms. I was, you know, 20, 14 years. My, then my stepson was in, um, outpatient treatment. Um, we were hoping that was going to solve it, solve it. Right. And I was standing eating through a loaf of bread and I think the second stick of butter, like I just was standing at the counter. I had my own business um, and I was doing the bare minimum to get by every day. Um, for me, when I ingest, um, you know, carbohydrates for me, um, simple carbohydrates, right? They're just time release sugar for me. That is just my experience. So simple carbohydrates do not work for me because they kind of give me that feeling that I'm looking for. And if I eat enough of them, I do this thing where I sit down and I fall asleep and then I wake up and then I need more, right? Like it's just this never ending cycle. So, um, I was, yeah, in, into a, a loaf of bread, almost all the way to two sticks of butter and, and this little voice. And now I know sure it was my higher power saying, um, why don't you go back to OA? That's so 10 minutes. Oh, that's perfect. Thank you, Jenny. So I, you know, that was a God shot. I, I don't know. I, I had forgotten all about OA. Like, I mean, really, I don't know about any of you, but this, I don't remember things when I am high in the food. I do not have a memory. I think about my childhood and I have very, there's a period of time, really a long period where I just, it's all fuzzy, right? Cause I was, I was drugged the whole time on sugar. I was just drugged. Um, and you know, it's okay. Okay. That's what I, that's what I knew. That's what I knew how to, to keep myself safe. Right. So I, in that same way, uh, I was drugged and God was just like, Hey, what about OA? And so I remember thinking, how can I show up for my son when I'm not sober? Right. I don't, I don't know. And it had been, you know, it had been three or four years of real chaos in our family at that point which I, you know, I was not sober for. And so I really couldn't show up for, um, very well. I was doing a lot of hiding and a lot of eating. So I came back to the rooms. Here we go. We're going to get into recovery. Now came back into the rooms. And the first meeting I went to was my home meeting that I had gone to, um, in 2003. And, um, this is what I said when I came in, I said, oh, I'm just here for a little tune up, right? Like that was what I said. I'm here for a tune up. And I look back at that, at Aaron, who said that, and I'm just like, oh, of course, right? Like, you know, ugh. like 
I can do this. You know, I'm all about self-reliance, right? And that's just stuff that happened in my childhood where I needed to be self-reliant. And so I'm coming in and saying, Hey, I, I don't know what I'm doing anymore. And um, food is the only answer. It just felt so scary. And then I started, you know, hearing people talk and I was like, Oh, right. I'm in relapse. Like I, this, there's no doubt about it. Right. But I just needed to hear other people to say what I, what I couldn't say, cause it didn't feel all right. And I'd forgotten that I could be completely honest. And honestly, I don't know if I'd ever been completely honest in the rooms. Honesty for me is a real, real scary thing, a real tricky thing. If I'm honest and you see me and maybe some of you can identify with this is you're probably not going to like me, right? If I show you who I really am, you are probably not going to like me. And I still, I still struggle with that. Right. And the answer to that for me is turning that over to God, a God of my understanding. When I am thinking about what a shitty person, what a crappy person I, I am, right? Uh, I get to ask myself, well, how does God see me? And I guarantee you, God is not saying do better, do more, be perfect, which are the thoughts that go through my head. I'm never enough. I'm never doing enough in recovery. I'm never showing up enough. I'm not a good enough friend, right? And God is never saying that to me ever. I've never heard my, my higher power once say, oh, Aaron, man, you're just not good enough. You got to do more. You got to earn this. So um, I got a sponsor right away and I started working the steps. And for me, the steps, um, however you do them, are a way for, they're a way for me to become an adult person and to basically learn how to live life, right? And I'm continually, I'm on my second set right now through a different method in the big book and it's been kicking my ass and I really love it and I really hate it. Um, but, you know, uh, what, what the steps did for me is, you know, like I get to start being an adult. And so, you know, maybe I came in at about 10, which is when, you know, my disease really kicked in and now maybe I'm 30, I'm 52. So I don't know, some days I feel like I'm around 30 ish. I don't know. I'm guessing, you know, sort of what that might be like developmentally. Some days I feel like I'm 18. Um, and that's okay. Um, so I, I really, I do want to say that a big part of my recovery from relapse has been enriching, you know, enlarging my spiritual life, whatever that looks like for me. And it has changed and evolved. Like it really, really has. Um, uh, yeah. I don't know. You know, if you want to know more about that, please ask me um, uh, if you want to know more about my journey there, I would love to answer that question for anybody who's interested. Cause I'm always curious what people's spiritual life looks like. Um, but I will also say too, a big part of my sobriety and abstinence right now is um, gentle, loving kindness to myself, to others, right? Definitely. But that's my default, right? I assume um, that if something goes wrong, it's my fault. You know, there's some character defects there, definitely. But I, you know, I'm, I've got a real sort of victim mentality. It's my fault. I'm sure I did something wrong. And how can I get you to like me? And um, what I know now uh, on a daily basis, a, a daily reprieve is that part of my abstinence is being kind to myself um, and not saying all the mean things that I used to, to say to myself and to think to myself how my higher power might see me um, and how my higher power That's does time. seem perfect. So um, because so much of my relapse uh, and so much of my use of food and sugar over the years was because I just was not good enough. And I didn't have any measure of that, that um, filled that hole in my heart. Right. And um, so 
for me, enriching and enlarging my spiritual practice um, through a multitude of ways um, is uh, has been key. And um, I'm really open to what that might look like. Um, and I will also say that relapse was part of my experience. Um, I, I, I don't even say that I wish it hadn't been because I'm not sure that uh, that was the plan, right? I don't know what the plan is. You know, it's one day at a time. But I do know that I will never leave these rooms. Should I, should I relapse again? And I am a compulsive overeater. I am an addict. I do not, I hope that if I continue to work this program, relapse will not be a part of my story again. But if it is, uh, I will not leave the rooms. And so for those of you that are, you know, struggling, slipping, sliding, you know, my recovery has not been linear, even in the last, you know, four years for certain. Um, I'm so grateful you're here. It's so inspiring for me, for someone who wants to look perfect, to have uh, those of you that are are identifying as being in relapse right now here in these rooms is, it gives me chills. I'm inspired by that. And I need that recovery in my life. That to me is recovery. So um, I think with that, I'll, I'll end. I feel like I was all over the place. I hope there I hope that uh, I feel like it was up to God. So thank you so much for having me speak. And I'm, I'm so grateful for you all being here. Thank you.